Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Come to you through the courtesy of the morning grapefruit, the news that's first to reach your eyes. 
All the late dispatches by wire, telephone, cable, and tube. All right, Jack. Start it. All right, Start Paul, it. Don't bother him. This is for our cast customers. All right, let's go. Prosperity note. Hannibal, Missouri. Conditions improving here. Mississippi now running on full time. Washington, D.C. President Hoover spends two weeks vacation fishing. He catches an eel, but later finds out it's a shark suffering from the depression. Flounder <laughs> along with that one, folks. He's a jack London, England. In economy drive, Prince of Wales sells his horse and will take in the falls at Niagara this year. Get it? <laughs> Moscow, Russia. Five-year plan ends this month. Seven-year itch will start immediately. <laughs> Union Square, New York. Man found beating himself overhead with clubs. When asked why he was doing this, he said he was a red and missed the last meeting. <laughs> Winfield Column, New York. Stork seen hanging around Ted Wheel's door. What stork? That was a wolf. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> uh, Venice, Italy. Three pedestrians cross street against red light and are drowned. Mott Street, Chinatown. Warning. Two Japanese spies found hiding in the Bishop Shop Suey, disguised as mushrooms. Darn clever, these Jeff. Delhi, India. Big blaze starts in business section of Delhi, burning down several Delhi capacity stores. <laughs> That's local, very local, London. Bombay, Bombay, India. Mahatma Gandhi puts on a suit of clothes and is mistaken for Kid Crawford. <laughs> Erie, Pennsylvania. Eclipse just arrived here. No other news. <laughs> Glasgow, Scotland. 14 cents collected and did release drive last week. Drive is over and people flocking back to city. Once Wagon, Ohio. Circus Midget commits suicide in restaurant by jumping off a three-decker sandwich. January 22nd, 1901. Marconi invents wireless. January 22nd, 1933. Marconi hears this program and is sorry he started it. St. Paul, Minnesota. Three skaters break through thin ice and almost drown. Paul, Paul, Minnesota, Minnesota. Oh, oh, I see. You can get a cool drink of Sandy the Dry ginger ale at Minnesota Fountain. Oh, oh, oh you think it, Paul. You think it. Well, we both had a reach for those. Ah, uh, play, Ted, play. Now we offer this familiar melody, Bing Crosby's theme song, Echo in the Valley. Here it is. The name of the play is Bertha the Sewing Machine Girl. 
Now, this famous old play with a tear, a laugh, a heart throb, a few hisses, and no doubt your money back. However, it was a great success in its day. I might even say as big as Rosie's Irish Race, written by Ann Nichols. Nichols, Paul, Nichols. And you get five cents back on each large candidate drive while you couldn't say Nichols, could you? Yeah, you, had you couldn't do that, huh? Now, this play, Desert the Sewing Machine Girl, was a great success in its day, having had such runs as one consecutive night in Perth Amboy, another night at Asbury Park, and then direct to the storehouse where it ran over a year. Uh, the members of the original company have been dead for over 35 years, so we have our own all-star cast this evening, which is as good as the cast in Grand Hotel, we think. Of course, what we think is entirely up to you. Uh, we have rehearsed faithfully for five minutes and will present it to you immediately without the customary break-in out of town. Now, uh, here are some of the original criticisms when the play had its premiere in 1890. Uh, Walter Winston's father. Bertha, Bertha the Sewing Machine Girl is as fine a play as I've ever looked over a transom at. Ankle over and see it. Ed Sullivan, Sr., Bertha the Sewing Machine Girl will have you in stitches. That wasn't bad. I thought of that myself. George G. Nathan. I saw the play, and as they say in church, he is. So now... So now, uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, we are reviving this play tonight for your pleasure. Remember the type of Bertha the Sewing Machine Girl. And meanwhile, Ted Reeves and his boys will play 12th Street Rags, which is very appropriate. Very
Takes the right pole, counter the drive into rail, made the wall by the glass. This way, right here. Right this way, madam. She's one and three on the ice. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for our dramatic offering, Bertha the Sewing Machine Girl. Curtain, music bed. <laughs> That's supposed to be a sewing machine, folks. Last week, you used it for an automobile. Oh, I'm getting sick and tired of this hard work. All I do is work and toil and play. This sewing machine is driving me mad. Who is it? It's Come in. I'm sorry, Miss Higgins, but I came to tell you that I must foreclose the mortgage. Oh, can't you wait a little longer? Sure, you're not going to drive us out in the cold, cold night. What a night. Hey, a little stronger on the wind, fellas. What a night. I've waited long enough. I must have the money in ten minutes or else I'll fall close. Looks like we close at four. Remember, ten minutes. Goodbye. Oh, what shall I do? What shall I do? Poor old father. He will soon be homeless. Oh... Uh, uh, uh. It's three o'clock and Daddy isn't home yet. Oh, uh, here comes Papa now. Hello, Daddy. Wait till I come in. Hello, Daddy. Hello, babe. Oh, pardon me, I'm the father. Uh, what are you crying about, Messiah? Oh, I'm so tired of it all. I work hard all day, picking and scrubbing and washing and so on and so on. So on what? So on buttons. All right, Mary, cut out the joke. Who is there? Please, please get out. Hey, Cindy, stay out of this shed, will you? All right. Well, daughter, what have we got for supper tonight? Some nice roast wolf, Daddy. Roast wolf. You finally let him in, eh? I suppose you know that the real estate man was here today. You tell him we don't want any? He said he'd give us ten minutes to pay up or get out. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.